I'm speaking with Sophia Simmons, who's a young professional. I first got to meet Sophia last summer when we were both part of a storytelling event and then had the opportunity to work with her during a two-day leadership presence course. Sophia, thanks for agreeing to be interviewed today. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. It's only been a couple of weeks since you were in the leadership presence course, and I'm impressed to hear that you already have a couple of partner in action stories for us. So why don't you tell us about them? So this actually was a really big accomplishment for me because it was the exercise that I had the most difficulty with in your workshop. Okay. Which one was that? That was the interruption uh, exercise. Okay. Oh, I remember that was, that was challenging for you. Yes, I definitely struggled. And at the time my partner was, you know, was male, much, much older than me, which I think was really important to build my confidence in this area because as a young woman, it is even more difficult for me often to yeah. feel okay about speaking up. Yeah. So Sophia, I'm curious to know, how old are you exactly? I think listeners will be interested. I'm 24. Yeah. I mean, that's really friggin' young. <laughs> so yeah, you thank you for reminding me. And the cool thing is, Sophia, even though you look young, you show up with a lot of gravitas now. So I was even surprised just now when you said 24. Okay. So what you're saying is that in the workshop, we had you paired with an older senior guy and he played like as if he was your boss. Exactly. Yes. So that was great because that was kind of the highest, the highest rung uh, that I was going to have to try to interrupt with. Right. So, so back to the story. So basically what happened is that I was, as usual, in a brief interaction, a check-in with my supervisor at work. Give me a down reflection. A check-in with my supervisor. A check-in with my supervisor. And there is a common interaction that happens between us where after we go over all of the requirements that I have and I yeah. give my update that he goes into a, a a very repetitive story uh this one just happened to 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 flow along the lines of exactly everything that went wrong with acquiring his work permit uh-huh. in Switzerland. So and he's just telling you these arbitrary stories. And, exactly. and, and, and I'm going to guess, putting myself in your shoes, that you sort of feel like the, the victim of uh, someone who's just sucking the air out of the room. You, you don't really feel like you have a choice other than to just listen. Is that it? Yes, exactly. Almost. I mean, to be honest, often he doesn't even look at me while he's telling these stories. Wow. But I must be there as kind and? of a receptacle and I must be there as a receptacle. So this. So this, let me interrupt a second, Sophia. Do you feel more of an obligation to be there as a receiver of the story because he's senior to you? Would you feel as the same frustration? I'm assuming it's frustrating. Do you feel that frustration as well if it was just a peer or the same pressure as well? That's interesting. I, I do to some extent, but I think that, and? and I think that power dynamics and status really play into this. Definitely. That's what I suspected. Yeah. Especially because you're young yes. and let's go off on a tangent here. What people don't know about you is that physically you're very tiny, even though you're, you're, you're very athletic. You're pint size like me, as they say. Uh-huh. And 
you're blonde and you're female. Uh So these are generalizations out in the public uh, in the, or rather society where you've got to overcompensate even more because you may have been socialized to be very polite and respectful to authority. Is, does any of that ring true? For sure. Yes. Yes. And actually what's interesting though, is that no one had ever called me small or brought my attention to that until you said it. But when you said that it had this great, good, let's say that again. When you said it, when you said it yet, yet this wasn't the way that you alerted me to this fact about myself. It wasn't in a way that made me less confident it was actually helpful for me to understand hmm. why it is, why, why I, for example, always want to come off as likable, hmm. right? Or why I try to overcompensate with these kind of prey-like tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have the vocabulary or the understanding of, of why I did, of why I had that before. So, yeah. So thank you. <laughs> oh, that's very cool to hear. Yeah. So... Okay, so basically I'm, I'm sitting there, we've had our meeting and I really would like to go back to work, but instead I'm being treated- And instead. And instead I'm being treated to uh, a tirade of, of his complaints against the, the Swiss uh, legal system, <laughs> the OCPM in, in, in particular. Mm-hmm. So this continues for- So this continues. So this continues. And it's been a little over 10 minutes and I'm tracking this on my watch. (laughs) With your heartbeat, which is increasing as well. (laughs) Yeah. But then I I just And then and then I had this realization. I I I didn't I I I hadn't realized before I have this tool now that I had learned just the, the week previous with you. So I started to active listen to him. I said, Uh Yep, okay. Got it. <laughs> and then I said his name. I summarized exactly what he'd said perfectly. Uh, and wow. I said, you know, this sounds really frustrating. And um, thank you so much for, for letting me know. I'll make sure not to lose my work permit. And uh-huh. then I said, I will see you in our next meeting. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. And I was shocked after that. That had worked. It was shocking. It was like, wow, I wish I had that <laughs> before in my pocket. Yeah. That's a great story. Oh my gosh. Also, I want to analyze a little bit about a couple things you did. The active listening before and then the got it is such a strong way that you can even use to interrupt someone if you didn't know their name. In this case, you did. So you did the got it. That was like, the prep, you know, first interruption, then the person's name. And then luckily, because you were listening, you were, you're got, you're able to summarize. Sometimes that is challenging for people. And you also did another thing that I think was really brilliant was you added empathy. Oh, that must've been really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece you did, I'm hearing, is that you then twist, you, you turn it around to say, gosh, you've just offered me a lot of value because now I know, you know, I'll avoid doing what I can to, or I'll do what I can to avoid this happening to me. 
Right. Well, so, so what I remembered was that you said after you make the interruption, you have to come up with a reasonable explanation for why you interrupted. Right. Good point. Yes. And the, when I was thinking beforehand, cause I was trying to be strategic about this. What do I want to say as my explanation? And all that kept coming to mind was because this is pointless and boring and is a waste of time. Right. But yeah. that isn't a good, a good explanation. So instead I thought, okay, how can I make him look good and be like, <laughs> wow, this is really helpful to me. Yeah. I think where the, the empathy came. Yeah. In. I think it was really uh, very wise of you not to say, you know, the, so I'm interrupting you cause I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to kill myself or you if, if I, this continues. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wise so professional decision. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day you leave, you still have your time and you still have a job, right? <laughs> That's the goal. Good pat on the back for that one. Exactly. Oh, Sophia, that's brilliant. Hey, um, we have time for a little, I know you also said that you had a couple of other experiences that, what did you say? You had told me that uh, you found moments to stand your ground and demand more respect. Tell, tell us about those. Yes. So, so there's a, let's see. A couple of different incidents that happened. The most recent one is that another one of my superiors likes to uh, send me texts uh, and assignments out of work hours, and not just a little out of work hours, but around 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. time, even you know a 1 a.m. kind of urgent, yeah, exactly, call to action. And none of these call to actions are actually life-threatening. I think it's more just that this person is maybe a bit of an insomniac, right? Yeah. So originally, especially when I started my job a year ago, I I felt as though I had to respond immediately, always be on call, very much that brown-nosing attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yet, yet, (laughs) yet, this was something we covered in your workshop was about having self-respect actually gives people more respect for you and being able to look at it from that lens mm-hmm. rather than looking at it as I'm being, I'm just being lazy or I don't mm. want, I don't want to work right now was really helpful for me to be able to change my response. Yeah. So let me expand on that a little bit for our listeners. The idea is, it's not that you didn't hold respect for yourself before, Sophia. It's that you were holding an imbalanced amount too much for the other, not enough for yourself. So the idea is by holding equal amounts of your respect for yourself and for the other, the other, you're commanding more respect from them because they value the, the respect you're showing them due to the fact that you're holding more respect for yourself. So it's balanced yeah. respect. Balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. Balanced. And before it was definitely out of balance. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that my, either my response would be to respond right away, but then as that got more and, and more, then. and then as that got more and more irritating, frustrating, I started to be, um, I, I, what, what is it called again? You refer to it as pissed off prey, pissed off prey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And then I would just not respond at all. Right. And then later, so, I would yeah, say, that yeah. is a good that you caught that about yourself. That's what I will sometimes refer to as passive aggressive behavior. Okay. Yeah. Cause we're just so frustrated though. We know that it'll be too risky to express our frustration directly. 
Right. Is that different from pissed off prey? Is there a specific? Pissed off prey tends to be, it could be an example of pissed off prey. For me, pissed off prey is when they, the prey is, goes, they're, they're nice, they're nice, they're nice. They get more and more and more and more nice. And they're getting more and more frustrated because they're getting mistreated the whole time. And right. then they explode and flip to the other extreme and they go predator. So they, mm-hmm. it's usually what I consider like when we explode. Uh, when we blow up verbally, that would be what I call the pissed off prey. And you're right. Passive aggressive could, is another style of that. And rather than either responding right away and saying, absolutely, I'll do this now and Mm. wake up from my bed. (laughs) (laughs) And then also the other extreme of just completely ignoring and waiting until I see that person later and coming up with some excuse. I would, I responded right away. Thank you for your message. I'm actually already done with work for the for the night, but will and and will respond to you later about this. So instead of so first, I thanked them, right, which was a big deal for me. And I think I actually I got that idea from 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 your book. Uh, But the yeah about thanks right away and and it it worked. I also didn't say I'll get right on this immediately, right? Which was important for me as well. It was okay. We can follow up with a discussion. So I noticed that then the next time I had an interaction with that person, rather than them saying, Hey, where's the assignment at? Or, Hey, where were you? It was like, Oh, thanks for responding. That's what they Mm -hmm. said. Thanks for responding (laughs) to my message. Let me know when you're ready to talk about the assignment. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's fantastic, Sophia. Yeah. So those you know, are, that would be a really big, a big shift that happened. That's huge. So for me, I hear that you resist the temptation to be passive aggressive. You addressed it directly and very assertively, assertively and graciously. Because a lot of times that people think assertive can uh, be too harsh. Mm-hmm. You were very direct, very assertive, and very gracious using the thank you. You didn't say but, I'm guessing, in the message. And you, you gave them you know, a time frame when you, you would take action. Mm-hmm. So you, you, respond, you, know, you gave them all. You didn't just say thank you for the message and then was radio silent. Thank you right. for the message. You also gave an explanation why you weren't going to address it. I'm done with work for the day, which is beautiful. Well, yeah, it's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> and then the third piece was, and this is when I'll get on it. So it's, uh, I can't imagine a better response. Well, yes, thank you. <laughs> Let me ask you, Sophia, was it scary to do it? A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the first time was honestly pretty scary and I had to stop and think about it Right. in the same way that with the interruption technique, I, it wasn't my natural instinct, right? I had to remember the technique, think about it. And luckily with something like a text message or an email, you have that time, right? So I also felt like this was a a perfect opportunity to practice that muscle. That's good. A really good catch because a lot of times we're so reactive that we don't even think realize oh no this is not a live conversation i don't have to react immediately right exactly yes so that's also a big thing for me as well i am 
usually pretty busy multitasking, doing different things and, and realize, okay, I can take a step back and really think through my responses is, is a big positive shift for me. Yeah, that's wow. So there's really a lot of learnings you took from the course and it doesn't surprise me that you're seeing such a, uh, such a positive response because you're, you're already a qualified, credible professional. And now this is just taking your skills and you to the next level by everything being coherent or congruent is actually the word I want, external and internal. Well, yes, that's what, that's what I'm hoping for. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> more congruency in the future. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hey, before I let you go, Sophia, I have one last question for you. Yes. What is one tip that you have for listeners for stepping into partner? What's been most important for me is to take a moment of reflection and not just react. And I know that that can sound unrealistic in a lot of moments, but actually it's not. And actually. And actually I have found that it's not. Mm -hmm. So taking space, even if it's the kind of thing where you say to someone, all right, just one second, I have to step out for a moment. And people very rarely are like, no, you absolutely can't. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? And that's brilliant. So what you're saying is that even in a live face-to-face -face exchange, you could build in an opportunity to create that space. Yes. And it makes me think of a video I saw from a person. They talked about uh, dr drinking the soup that if you feel under attack and very anxious and you're in a situation where you can't get out of it, they suggest you take a pencil, pretend you've dropped it, so that when you bend over, you, you do the first half of the breathing technique, which is uh, um, you inhale very sharply. Let, let me see, like when you say, yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, yeah, so before you're drinking the soup, you inhale. So as you're bending over to pick up the pencil, you take a deep breath in, and then, as you would with this hot soup, you just very slowly blow on it. So you let the, you know, sh sharp, deep in breath, and then a slow exhale. And even that little tiny exchange of air can be enough sometimes to settle our nervous system enough to be able to stay partner. So I love your example of, you know, I'm going to step outside one minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> right, right. And that's. That's, uh, that's obviously also takes some courage to get to, but yeah. the other, the other part and, and the other part where I was able to use that space or, or create that space for myself. Well, in, in the example I, I spoke about earlier was when someone is speaking, um, quite a lot at you, you actually yeah. have time they're, they're giving you the time to yes. take <laughs> their so building for you. So yeah. just sure you, you take it. Excellent. Well, Sophia, thank you so much for taking this time. Thank you really so much. Appreciate it. No, thank you for inviting me. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, happy partnering.